Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. This week, I am by myself, which feels kind of weird because for the last three weeks, I've been having special guests joining me on the podcast. But today, you get me, and I want to go back to our mini-series on personal productivity and time management. We started this series talking about the three components of personal productivity. We talked about effectiveness, efficiency, and energy as those three components. And we dedicated a full podcast episode to talk about personal effectiveness. The following week, we have Megan Martwell here to talk about efficiency. And today, I want to talk about this important topic of managing our energy and how we should shift our mindsets to manage our energy over managing our time. Let's dig in into today's episode. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Let's talk about energy management. And I want to start today's podcast episode sharing a quote that I saw the other day that really is the inspiration for today's podcast episode. And that is energy and not time is the fundamental currency of high performance. Let me repeat that one more time. Energy and not time is the fundamental currency of high performance. If we want to perform at our best, we must first manage our energy and not only our time. You know, the number of hours in the day is fixed, but the quantity and the quality of the energy available to us is not. It is our most precious resource. The more we take responsibility for the energy that we bring to the world, the more empowered and productive that we will become. When something is not working, typically in this world that we live, that we're 24-7, the standard advice that we get is to double down on the time that we invest on what is not working. Let me share a few examples. Our project is not moving forward. Oh, you need to work more and work harder. You want to have better relationships with your family? The advice we get is spend more time with them. You want to get healthier? Spend more time in the kitchen and exercise more often. Are you feeling burnout? Oh, you need to take more time off. You need a longer vacation. See what is the problem? I bet that we all have a project that is not moving forward. We all want to have better relationships with our family. We all want to get healthier. And if you are going experiencing burnout, you, you want to do something about it, right? But that is the problem. It is impossible to do more of everything. 
We all just have 24 hours in the day. And sooner or later, we're going to run out of time. Also, it's not just about the quantity of time that we invest in something. But it's about the quality of the energy that we bring to the table. Let's say that you have a three-hour meeting at work, but you can barely concentrate or stay awake for the after the first hour. Do you think that you're going to perform at your best at that meeting? Or you get home after work and you want to spend quality time with your family, but you're dead tired and you're stressed from work? Do you help? Do you think that that is going to help you perform at your best? Or let's say that you've been working or planning to work for five hours straight on a project at work because you have a key milestone that you need to met and you're behind, but you lose concentration and focus after two hours. Do you think that you're going to perform at your best for the remaining three hours that you blocked? Optimizing our performance, our health, and our happiness is not about the quantity of time, but the quality of the energy that we put in what we do. Again, the bottom line is that quote that I just mentioned at the beginning of, of today's conversation, energy and not time is the fundamental currency of high performance. Okay, you might be thinking, that's great, Carolina, but how can we better manage our energy? I mean, I still need to do all the things, right? Let's talk about it. The first thing is that we need to realize that we are human beings. We are not computers. We are not meant to run at high speeds continuously for long periods of time. Instead, we perform best when we move between expending energy and renewing energy. I was doing some research on this topic, and I want to share with you a couple of things that the nerd in me was researching about, and I was really, really fascinated. So I was reading about different rhythms. They are a couple that uh, really explain how our energy management works, right, as human beings. The first very famous rhythm that explains energy management is the circadian rhythm. And basically what it says is that we live our lives in 24-hour periods. We are awake for 16 to 18 hours, and that's the time where we are spending energy. And then we are off and asleep for seven to nine hours, and that's when we are renewing our energy. See, a period of activity is followed by a period of rest. A period of energy expenditure is followed by a period of energy renewal. Our energy resources aren't endless. We can't sprint for, you know, 100% and at our 100% for more than a few seconds. We can concentrate for hours and hours without end. We can stay awake for more than, I don't know, 18, 20 hours before our performance plumpets. So sooner or later, 
we need to refuel our energy. So if we want to be at our best, we need to find that rhythm. We need to live a rhythmic life with periods of intense activity followed by periods of intense rest. We need to live life as a series of springs and not like a never-ending marathon. How many times have you heard, life is not a spring, it's a marathon? And I get what people mean when they say that. I get it. But I believe that it looks more like a series of sprints with rest periods in between. We can't be on go-go mode all time. Granted, someone who is saying this is someone who, in the eyes of everyone, I'm go-go all the time. And sometimes I feel that way. But see... I have a few tricks under my sleeve that I want to share with you today. My life is not a marathon when it comes to managing my energy. My life is a series of sprints with breaks in between. See, we need, I was reading a book that, and, and the one thing that I got from that book is we need to either be fully engaged or strategically disengage. Let me let me think, walk you through a typical example. Um, let's pick a day at work. And I want you to answer these questions for yourself. You know, take any typical day at work and think for yourself. Do you ever completely relax? Do you ever fully disengage for what you're doing during the day? Do you turn it off? Do you take frequent breaks during your day? Do you fully concentrate and give your 100% all what you got to a given task? Chances are you don't do any of those things. And here I am. I don't do all of those things. I wasn't doing all of those things. And when you don't, you get to burnout. See, we, most of us, see breaks as signs of weakness. I was one of those people that saw stopping or taking a break was a sign of weakness and was just going to delay and make me go slower and not be able to finish all the things that I needed to do that day. I thought that I needed to be constantly working and working harder and working more hours if I wanted to accomplish my goals. But when you get to a point when you're tired and you can barely concentrate anymore, we just keep going and going and we hustle, but we don't get any results. We don't, we're not productive. How many times do you feel at the end of the day that you keep working on that project, on that task that you have to do, and you feel that you're just spinning your wheels, but you're not making real progress. But then the next day in the morning, you start working on that same task, and 10 minutes later, you're done and actually produce a pretty better quality work than what you were heading to the day before. That is my point with energy management. You can do more 
in less time if you manage your energy properly. Another well-renowned cycle that is out there is the ultradian rhythm. And this is a cycle that repeats itself countless times during the day. And basically what it tells us is that for about 90 minutes, you are in high performance mode. And then your alertness, your concentration, your creativity, your emotional resilience, and your mental stamina are at the top of their game. You are on your A game. And then there are periods of about 20 minutes where your body needs time to rest and renew its energy. Because see, energy cannot be stored. We are continuously need to produce energy. So this, again, is a different rhythm that our body follows during any regular day. So experts advise regarding the cycle that if we want to get the most out of our day, we should go full out for 90 to 120 minutes where we are fully engaged and then take 15 to 20 minute breaks in between where we are strategically disengaged. Basically, work for 90 to 120 minutes and then take 15 and 20 minute breaks in between. The point of this breaks is to renew your energy. So you need to find activities that help you renew your energy. If you engage in activities that drain your energy in those breaks, then you're defeating the purpose of the break. Some activities, and I'm going to talk more about these energy generating and energy consuming activities, but some activities that you can do during these breaks can be go for a walk, maybe having a conversation with, with someone, um, do a quick workout, meditate, do some breathing exercises, taking a nap, um, drinking water, listening to a podcast or listening to music. We'll talk more about how to manage those breaks. But I want to share something with you. The theory talks about this 90 minutes of high performance followed by 15 to 20 minutes of breaks. And let me tell you that I did an exercise for a week where I was monitoring those rhythms for myself. And those rhythms can look different for different people. They definitely look different for me. For me, those periods of high performance, they look more like 50 minutes, five zero, than 90 minutes. And I, I found myself that after 50 minutes, my concentration started to relax and uh, not relax, but I started to get distracted and I wasn't necessarily on my A game after 50 minutes of focus work. So when I'm working on a task, when I'm working on a project, and I share in previous podcast episodes that I block periods of time in my calendar to work on, on projects and on tasks. I block an hour, but I actually only work for 50 minutes out of that hour. And then I reserve 10 minutes for a break. 
And those 10 minutes many times looks like five minutes before and five minutes after. I don't need a 15 to 20 minute break. I'm good with five minute breaks in between, but I can't work at my best for more than 50 minutes. So one thing that I really recommend you to do is to track your rhythm and find what that looks like for you. How long are your A game periods? How long are those periods of time that you are at the peak of your performance? And how long are the times that you need to renew your energy? Can you do it in five minutes or do you need 10 minutes, right? And the next thing is you need to identify and plan ahead what are the kind of activities that you're going to do when you're taking those breaks. So I am very intentional now about having breaks throughout the day. And typically when I take breaks, um, what I did is I started doing an exercise where I wrote down all the activities that ignite my energy and all the things that deplete my energy. I don't know if you ever have read the book Strength Finder or if you have taken the assessment that comes in that book. But if you have, maybe you want to revisit that because probably any activity that is linked to those strengths that you have are activities that are going to ignite your energy. You also want to identify what are the activities that deplete your energy. What are those things that after doing them, you feel drained and you feel like you're out of battery, basically. So what I do is I make sure that when I take breaks, I purposely do activities that help me renew my energy. Okay, another way that I use these rhythms, now that I know that for me, I work best or I perform best when I am fully engaged for 15 minutes and strategically disengaged for 5-10 minutes is and knowing or having that list that I mentioned of the activities that ignite my energy and the activities that deplete my energy is that I make sure that I always have energy building activities or energy igniting activities built into my calendar. So knowing what those things are, and then I make sure that at least I have one energy building activity in my day every day. And when I schedule those activities during the day, or how you schedule them, when you schedule them, can impact your ability to keep high levels of energy. So it's not only about having an energy building activity in your day, but it's also about being as strategic as to when you schedule them. For me, there are three times during the day when I like to schedule those energy building activities. And some days I only need one of those activities. Some days I need multiple of those energy building activities, depending on how my day is going to go. And I mentioned in previous podcast episodes that I start my day 
setting my priorities for the day, my three non-negotiables, and planning my day, looking at my calendar, looking at what meetings I am, I'm going to have that day, what activities I have that day, what do I need to accomplish that day. And one of the reasons why I do that is because sometimes I might have the ability to move things around. So I make sure that I'm having that cycle of activities that are going to give me or help me produce more energy during the day. So what are those three times during the day when I like personally to schedule energy building activities? The first one is first thing in the morning. I think that starting your day with an activity that ignites your energy is so important because it sets the tone for the day. How you start your day is how your day will go. I firmly believe that. I think that we can impact how we feel during the day based on how our day starts. So I was the kind of person that will wake up with an alarm and when the alarm will go off, I will hit snooze and try to sleep another 10 minutes um, and then I would wake up. And then the first thing that I would do when I woke up was to check my phone, check my emails, and start my day that way. I've made some changes. Um, I think that my morning routine, really, I design it as an energy-building routine. And having routines on your day like that, it's really, really helpful. I'll talk about that in a second. But first thing in the morning, I like to schedule energy-building activities. And for me, that is my morning routine. Um, the next time during the day when I like to schedule energy building activities is after an energy depleting activity. So when I look at my calendar, if I find things that I know are going to deplete my energy, what can those be? For example, maybe I have um, a meeting that I've been dreading about. I have a meeting with someone that every time that I meet with that person, I know that I'm going to feel stressed and frustrated, or maybe it's the topic that we're going to talk about. It's something that, you know, one of those things that you have to do, but you really don't want to do. Those things for me are energy depleting. So if I have something like that on my day, I try to schedule an energy generating activity right after. And then the other time of the day when I like to schedule energy building activities is after lunch. Um, I don't know about you, but after lunch, one of the few things that I would like to do is take a nap, um, but I can't. So instead, what I do is I schedule an energy building activity right after lunch. As part of my lunch break, I have an energy building activity, and that helps me generate energy for the afternoon. So that is another way that I use these rhythms and these self-awareness around the energy generating and the energy depleting activities. And those are going to look different for everybody. So that's why I really recommend that you take the time or maybe you even keep a running list of energy depleting and energy generating activities. As you go through the day, after you have a meeting, 
Ask yourself, how is my level of energy? Did I lose a lot of energy or spend a lot of energy during that meeting or that work time? And if the answer is yes, ask yourself why that might, might be, and that can help you identify those energy depleting activities. On the other hand, I'm sure that there are things that you do during the day that after doing it, you feel like you have tons of energy. For me, surprisingly, because I am an introvert and, um, you know, when I speak at an event or um, I, I'm leading a meeting that on a topic that I'm passionate about, like I feel at my best. Those are some kind of activities that really help me build energy while I'm still working, right? Not all energy building activities are going to be recreational activities. So, um, and then we talked about breaks, right? We all need breaks. Our, our brains are not designed to go nonstop all day long. So on those breaks, some of the things that I do is go for a walk. Again, uh, fill up my water bottle. Sometimes I just listen to music or I take 10 deep breaths. Another thing that I like to do on those breaks is use that time to set intentions for the next block of time. So let's say that I have a meeting and then I have a five minute break and then I'm off to the next meeting. During those five minutes that I have in between meetings, typically, you know, I go to the restroom, I refill my water bottle. But as I'm doing those things in my mind, I'm setting intentions for the next, the next block of time. How do I want to show up on that next block of time? If I'm having a meeting, how do I want to show up for that meeting? Um, what role do I want to play in that meeting? Um, especially if the next block of time is an energy depleting activity or is an activity where typically um, I'm stressed or I in the past have not showed as the best version of myself, I am even more intentional about setting those intentions for, the, for that block of time. Okay, then I talk about routines. Here's another tip for managing my energy. Um, Another one of those cards under my sleeve is my routines, both morning and evening routine. I did a full podcast episode. Uh, that was podcast episode number four, where I dedicated the entire episode on explaining my morning routine. And I talked about the seven elements that I intentionally have built in my morning routine. So if you want to learn more about that, I really encourage you to go and listen to episode four of the podcast. But having a consistent morning routine is one of those things that helps me set the tone for the day and have high levels of energy throughout my day. The one thing that I didn't talk about on that podcast episode is my evening routine. And that is as important because your day starts the day before with your evening routine. If you have a consistent evening routine, it can help you. It can contribute to a better night's sleep. And the better night's sleep you have, 
the more refreshed you're going to feel the next day. See, our energy management is like the energy or the battery on our phones. Typically, we recharge our phones overnight. So in the morning when we wake up, they are at 100% battery. The same is for us. When we wake up in the morning, we probably are at the peak of our energy for the day. So I like to be very strategic about that. What do, what do I want to do when I am at the peak of my energy? So I do my morning routine, as I said, but once I sit down to work, I block 30 minutes every day in the morning so I can work in one of my top three priorities because I know that is the time when I am the peak of my energy and my productivity. So 30 minutes in the morning can go long ways. I can accomplish so much in 30 minutes that maybe I'm going to need two or three hours at the end of the day to accomplish the same thing. So always, you know, in the past, I always started my day right away with meetings. And it was one meeting after the other meeting after the other meeting. And by the time that I had time to sit down and actually work and get the work done, I was tired already and my energy was low. So now I'm very strategic and I always block 30 minutes in the morning, which sometimes I have to skip because there's an urgent or important topic that comes up or meaning that comes up. But for the most part, 80% of the time, the first half hour of work, I work on an important project or something that I want to accomplish that day. Okay, so um, continuing with this analogy with the cell phone. You know, if you are like me, when your cell phone reaches a certain threshold of battery, we panic, right? And we're desperately looking for a charger to recharge our phones. And when you get to that 20% battery left, then you get a message from your phone. If you have an iPhone, I don't know with Android, but with iPhones, you get a, a message on your phone on to go to and change the settings of, of your battery to low power mode or reserve battery mode, right? And it's giving you alerts that you need to recharge your phone. See, for us, our body gives us those same signals. But sometimes we don't listen to our body. So it is important that throughout the day, we are listening to our body when we feel that it's time to recharge. And that comes with self-awareness. And it's something that comes with just checking in with yourself throughout the day on what is your energy level. If you had to rate your energy level at any time during the day from 1 to 10, what, what would be your energy level at that point in time? And if your energy level, think about it like a cell phone. For me, if my phone is at 50% battery, I start to panic. So the same way, if I am rating myself and my personal energy and I'm at a 5, that means I need to take a break and I need to renew and recharge my energy. 
And I do that once again, going back to that list of energy building activities. Okay, a few more things that I want to talk about managing energy and generating your own energy. And I can't close the podcast episode without talking about taking care of yourself. From my perspective, there's seven key things that you can do to focus on yourself that are going to help you generate energy and maintain your peak productivity. One is nutrition, eating healthy and balanced, right? Um, What we eat, the food that we eat is fuel for our body. So are you fueling your body right? The next one is exercise, moving your body for at least 30 minutes a day. This is one thing that I include in my morning routine. Um, The third one is hydration. You should be drinking at least half of your body weight in ounces of water. You know, the first one of the signs of dehydration is lack of concentration and low energy. So I like in the mornings, one of the first things that I do when I wake up is to drink a glass of water because overnight our bodies dehydrate and we need water to start hydrating our body, and that helps us also create energy for the day. Um, Another thing is stretching. Um, Never skip a good stretch, or maybe if you are into yoga, practice some yoga. The other thing is meditation or praying or self-reflection. Any of those things can help generate energy because when we talk about energy, a lot of times we think about our physical energy, but Energy goes beyond our physical energy. When I talk about energy, I am referring not only to physical energy, but also to mental and emotional energy. So meditation, prayer, or self-reflection can really help with um, that mental and emotional energy. And then sleep. We talk about it, right? Uh, Adults, we need between six and eight hours of good quality sleep every day to really recharge our energy. So those are some things to keep in mind that also have a direct influence in your energy. A few other tips that help me keep high levels of energy. One is to always stay optimistic and find the bright side on every situation. When you stay optimistic, you're most likely to keep high levels of energy than when you have a pessimistic mindset. I'm not suggesting that you're cheerful and joyful all the time, every day. Rather, what I am implying here is that you should stay realistic, but trying to focus on the potential positive outcomes of the situations that you face. When you focus on what can go wrong on a particular situation, that can drain your energy. On the contrary, if you focus on the potential positive outputs of the situation, you typically have high levels of energy, but also you can increase the probabilities of achieving that positive output. Another thing that really... Okay, another tip. I I kind of allude to this when I mentioned that 
I block 30 minutes at the beginning of the day to work on um, on projects or on tasks that I have for for that day. But crossing a few things off your list first thing in the morning can really help you stay more productive during the day. That feeling that you accomplish something creates so much more momentum for the day and you're most likely to generate and keep higher levels of energy through the day when you start your day with that feeling of accomplishment. And sometimes it doesn't have to necessarily be a task at work. It could be a workout that you complete or, you know, making your bed. Um, There's actually a book that is called Making Your Bed and, and talks about this. But see, I like to have a little bit of both, right? I have some of that through my workouts in the morning or my runs in the morning, but also I like to do that at work. Like crossing one thing off my list at work really helps me create momentum, feel accomplished that I did something and that helps me generate more energy throughout the day. Um, Another thing that is very important, and I also alluded to this, is to measure your energy and be aware on when are you generating energy versus when are you consuming energy. Having that self-awareness is so important. So then we can make the adjustments that we need throughout the day to keep the higher levels of energy possible. I like to measure my energy levels in the mornings as part of my morning routine um, and in the evenings as I wrap up the day. But then throughout the day, um, I'm thinking, especially after a meeting or a long period of work, I like to ask myself or rate my energy from 1 to 10 and see where I am. Um, A couple more tips uh, before I wrap up today's podcast episode. Music. Yes, listening to some upbeat music can boost your energy almost immediately. So when I take breaks, if my energy is very low, like putting up some music can help me um, just, you know, refresh and generate some energy. And then the last topic that I want to talk about is supplements. Many people use coffee as their way to kickstart their days. Caffeine is one of those supplements that can give you that boost of energy. But caffeine can be tricky because if it's taken later in the day, um, while it can immediately boost your energy, it can also jeopardize your levels. Um, It can jeopardize the quality of, of your sleep. Um, There are many other supplements that are out there that can help you boost and improve your energy levels. Before considering taking any supplements, though, make sure that you consult with your doctor first. Um, Personally, um, I I drink a pre-workout supplement that helps me get through my workout and gives me that boost of energy naturally. Um, but there are also supplements out there that can help you have a better night's sleep so you feel more refreshed in the morning or supplements that are designed to uh, improve your focus during the day. So it's something to look into. 
Um, I always like more like natural supplements personally, but definitely something to look into and to watch for, right? Like coffee is one of those things. I used to drink three, four coffees a day, even late in the day, any time that I felt that my energy was low, I was like in autopilot, go and grab a coffee because the caffeine will give me that boost of energy. But as I said, caffeine can be tricky, especially the caffeine in coffee can be tricky. So once again, those are some of my tips for managing your energy And what I like to do is I want to close today's podcast episode with the same quote that I used at the very beginning. Energy and not time is the fundamental currency of high performance. With that, I hope that you liked today's podcast episode. If you did, please head to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review that the, the more reviews that the podcast gets, the more that it's visible for more people to find it. So it will really help the podcast if you leave a review. Um, Also, make sure that you share today's podcast episode with someone that you think can benefit from today's content. And with that, I will see you here next week for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. In the meantime, have an amazing